Hi there, I'm Sue Elvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 155. And today I'm going to share a story with you called Another Way of Looking at Our Kids Learning. Now, if you read my blog, you might recognize that title. Yes, it's a blog post. But if you have already read it, I have a few other things that I'm going to be talking about today. So maybe you'd like to listen along anyway. This is the second time that I have recorded this episode. Yesterday, which was Saturday... I sat down here with my daughter Sophie and we had a very long chat about all kinds of things and I was really pleased. It was a good conversation. I thought that it wouldn't take me very long to edit what I'd recorded and then upload it to the internet and get it online. My podcast was already a day late but I thought I'd be able to catch up. I planned on spending yesterday evening doing about half an hour's work on the file, yes, and getting it online. But when I came to listen to it, there was this high-pitched noise in the background, and I spent hours googling and trying things out, and I couldn't remove the noise. And I think the noise was irritating enough not to use the file, so I'm trying again today. And Sophie isn't here this time because Sophie's got some other things that she has to do. So I thought, what am I going to talk about by myself? And then I thought, well, perhaps you'd like to hear one of my recent blog post stories. So I'm hoping that's okay. I published this story in the week, yes, just a few days ago. What I'd like to do is read the story and then maybe chat about a couple of points And after that, yes, I have just a couple of other things that I would like to share with you. So here's the story. Another way of looking at our kids' learning. While I was eating my lunch today, I thought about all the things my daughter Gemma Rose did this morning. I mentally translated all her learning experiences into schooly language. I knew I could write lots of impressive notes that would convince an educational authority that Gemma Rose is learning everything that they think is essential for a good education. And then I thought about how Gemma Rose's learning experiences aren't just about history and English and creative arts. She is learning far more important things than the traditional school subjects while she's running and watching videos and having conversations with me. There's another way to look at her learning. This morning, just before sunrise, my daughter Gemma Rose and I headed out into the cold for a run. Gemma Rose ran 10k. I didn't. Then feeling warm and tired, we walked home, chatting about our runs and the weather and what we wanted to do today. We showered and had breakfast. We also did some chores. We washed dishes, swept floors and threw a load of washing into the machine. By this time, it was 9.30am. 
What should we do next? I asked. We could make some coffee while we wait for the washing machine to finish its cycle, suggested Gemma Rose. And then, when we've got the washing on the line, we could watch an episode of the Portrait Artist of the Year competition. So that's what we did. Soon we were sitting on the sofa with the dogs, observing the different techniques of the various artists. We listened to people talking about colour theory and composition and how portraits can convey emotion and tell stories. As the episode came to an end, we swapped opinions. What did you think of the winning portrait? What did you like about it? And then Gemma Rose said, I'm going to practice the piano next. She grabbed her music and I grabbed my camera. Gemma Rose's fingers began moving up and down the keyboard. Mine turned dials and pressed the shutter as I captured some photos of my daughter at the piano. Then Gemma Rose asked, Do you like this piece of music? And I said, Yes, I don't think I've heard it before. What is it called? Gemma Rose told me the name of it. I tried to guess the composer and failed. Gemma Rose showed me the music and pointed out the grace notes, saying, I'm not sure how to play these notes. She asked Charlotte to help her. Two sisters sat side by side as one shared her skills and knowledge with the other. Gemma Rose came to the end of her practice as she closed the piano lid. I said, I found the first episode of the Victorian Slum House series on Daily Motion. Do you want to watch it? For the next hour, we went back in time and learned about the lives of the people who lived in the East End of London in the 1860s. As we watched, we swapped comments. How did the women manage to make a thousand matchboxes each by hand every day? I couldn't do that. Can you believe that some people used to sleep upright, leaning over a rope? Imagine not being able to afford a proper bed. They mended shoes with cardboard? That wouldn't have lasted for very long. Can you imagine working 16 hours each day and still not being able to eat properly or pay the rent? This morning, Gemma Rose ran, helped me with the chores, watched videos, practiced the piano, and chatted to me. And while she was doing all that, she learned about history, creative arts, music, maths, and personal development, health, and exercise. Using educational language, I could translate everything Gemma Rose did into notes for our homeschool records book. These notes might satisfy an educational authority. My daughter has learnt things that are in the school syllabus. I could tick off a few boxes. But what if I forget about the facts and figures and school subjects and think about other things instead? What if I translated all that learning in a different way? Perhaps Gemma Rose learned about the following things. While she was running, setting challenges, overcoming obstacles, working hard, encouragement, satisfaction, mental and physical strength. While she was doing the chores, working hard, 
self-sacrifice, love. While she was watching the Portrait Artist of the Year episode, using talents, following dreams, the joy of creating, praise and humility, how other people's work and ideas can inspire us. While she was practicing the piano, hard work, perseverance, joy, cooperation, listening to each other, helping one another, encouraging each other. While she was watching the Victorian Slum House episode, gratitude, strength, family, love, resourcefulness, compassion. When we're wondering whether our kids are learning all they need to know, could we sometimes focus on the wrong things? Do we place too much importance in the traditional indicators of education? Facts may fade. We might not be able to recall dates. We don't remember all the details of a story. But we won't forget such things as love, compassion, joy and self-sacrifice. These will change us into the people we are meant to be. Yes, sometimes I think that when we look at what our kids have been doing in the day, we wonder, have they done enough maths? Have they done enough history? They haven't done any creative arts for a while. How can we introduce some of that? And then when we are able to turn their learning into traditional school subjects, it does make us feel better, especially if we have to keep homeschool records. The education department is expecting to see notes about history and creative arts and English and maths and geography and all the traditional subjects. And maybe we value the activities our kids are doing more if we can tick some of those boxes off. But maybe we're looking at things in the wrong way. We're looking for the wrong outcome. Maybe there are times when we look at what our kids have been doing and we can't tick off all those boxes, all the traditional school subjects. And maybe we feel that our kids are wasting their time. Yes, what value is there in watching a Portrait Artist of the Year episode? Really, you know, a little bit of creative arts maybe, but it's not exactly teaching our kids how to draw or anything. We're just observing other artists at work. And then watching movies and things maybe about superheroes. How can we translate that into all the school subjects? Well, maybe we don't. Maybe our kids are learning far more important things by watching these movies, watching these video series. Maybe they are learning how to become compassionate people or they're learning about the importance of family, the importance of helping other people, encouragement, forgiveness, whatever. All these values are very important. So what did your kids learn today? They might have done some English or history or creative arts, but what else did they learn about? Love? Compassion? Forgiveness? Did they learn about the important things in life? So that was my story for this week. If you would like to read that story, you can find it on my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. 
I've been spending quite a bit of time over on my blog recently, which makes a change. Now that I've finished my unschooling books, I have a little bit more time for other things. The other reason I have more time is that life around here has changed a bit over the last couple of months. You might know that my youngest daughter, Gemma Rose, who is 15, now has a part-time job. Two of my other daughters, who are living at home, also work. And some days I find myself home alone. Well, home alone with the dogs. And that is very unusual. For years and years and years, I have been surrounded by my family. I have had lots of responsibilities. Somebody has always needed my attention. But all of a sudden... I am sitting here all alone, wondering what to do. Yes, it's very, very different. And I was thinking that if we had been homeschooling instead of unschooling, I might feel at a loose end at the minute. I'm feeling a little bit that way, but it would be a whole lot worse if we had been homeschoolers. Because my daughter Gemma Rose has had her very last registration visit Yes, we, she is registered as a homeschooler for the next, I think it is, about a year and a half until she turns 17. So I don't really have to worry about satisfying the educational authorities these days. I don't have to do so much behind the scenes work trying to turn all her learning into homeschool records notes. Just like I said in that article, I mentally translated everything, but I didn't actually go and write it all down this time. It's not such a big deal because nobody will be coming back to look at our homeschool records. Though sometimes I think we should keep records just because it would make a nice family journal. So if we were approaching the last days of our homeschooling, that would be it. I would then be moving on to a new stage of life. But because we are unschooling, I can continue on. Yes, continue on learning myself, regardless of whether anybody is around to share that learning with me. I'm a very curious person, and I have been watching documentaries and doing a lot of research, regardless of the fact that sometimes my girls aren't here. And when they come home, of course, I get very excited. I say, hey, guess what I learned today? Would you like to hear about? And I share some of the things that I am learning. So I'm continuing to learn. I'm continuing to develop my skills, use my talents, look for new ways to make a difference in the world. And so I have been blogging. The other day I spent hours on my blog just messing around, playing around with a plugin that displays photos, and generally just trying new things out, rearranging some of the things on the homepage of my blog, thinking about how I would like my blog to look. And at the end of the day, I thought, have I done anything productive today? Should I have spent my day cleaning the house, you know, mopping floors, sorting out cupboards? There's always something to do, especially because there are a lot of people living in this house and it often gets disorganized and needs cleaning, sorting out, or that type of thing. Is my role these days to be a housekeeper? 
And then I decided that no, playing, messing about is a valuable thing to do. It didn't matter that I spent a few hours just blogging or, you know, even blogging, just trying things out, doing a bit of Googling, experimenting, because play for anybody is something good, something valuable. We have new ideas when we're playing. Playing is enjoyable. It brings us joy. It's relaxing, which makes me think that quite often we don't value the play of our kids. If they don't look like they're doing something productive, if we can't say, look, they did this and that and the other, and this all matches up, for example, to the school syllabus, then they haven't actually done anything. They've just been playing all day. But playing is valuable. It does lead to ideas, creative thinking. Uh, Yes, and it brings joy to our children who are children and who need to play. But Adults need to play as well. So I've been doing quite a bit of playing recently. And I'm sure all that playing will lead on to another project, something else that I can get my teeth into now that I have more free time. So I invite you to go over to my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. Have a look around, see what I've been doing. It is the beginning of the school holidays here in New South Wales, Australia. My husband Andy finished work on Friday evening and now he has two weeks holiday and we're going to do some playing. Tomorrow Andy and Sophie and Jim Rose and I, we are going on a trip to see my son Callum. We're travelling north And we are going to be spending, I think, three nights with him. Now, he lives north of us. It is approximately a seven-hour journey. That is, if we don't get lost. Once it took us nine hours to get there, because we did get lost. And on the way back, we didn't get lost, but we got stuck in a big traffic jam in Sydney. There was an accident on the road that we normally travel down, and we had to go a long way out of our way and we got stuck in the evening peak hour traffic. It was a nightmare journey. I think it took us at least nine hours to get back. So I'm not really looking forward to the trip, you know, the journey, the car trip. But I am looking forward to seeing my son and spending some time in the place that he lives. Go and do some more exploring. Now, Sophie and I are going to take our cameras, and this is going to be one of the highlights of the trip. We're going to take hundreds and hundreds of photos, lots and lots of photos that we can bring home and then play around with. Yeah, do some more playing. So watch out for some new photos. I might post some on my blog and also on Instagram. So we're going away for the next four days. We're leaving two of our girls at home to look after the house and they will also look after the dogs, Quinn and Nora. I think that Quinn especially is going to pine because she has never been separated from Gemma Rose before. Gemma Rose is her mother. I am sure that's the way she thinks of her. So yes, we're going to have one very sad dog for a few days. I guess going away tomorrow is another reason that I have decided to share a blog post with you today. I want to try and catch up, put out an episode for this week, and maybe I'll share another story at the end of the week that we get back from our holiday. And then I ought to make a plan 
of topics that, that I'm going to be podcasting about in the future. Yeah, get organized. I don't think I have a very good podcasting reputation. I think people expect me to disappear. Probably when no new podcast came out on Friday, nobody was surprised. Maybe you'll be surprised to hear that there is an episode after all. Yes, it's just a couple of days late. Well, before I finish this episode, episode 155, I've got a couple of podcast reviews to share with you. You might remember that last week I mentioned podcast reviews. I was hoping that somebody would have time to stop by and write a few words about this podcast. And two people did. So that was really lovely. Yes, I got the usual monthly email from my podcast reviews. And instead of it saying, no new reviews for this month, it said, two new reviews for stories of an unschooling family. And that made me smile. So the first one, it's titled, My Favourite Podcast. And it's a five-star review. And it was written by... The Simple Living Mum from the United States of America. And she said, This is actually the first podcast I ever listened to, and it never gets old. I found it after searching for homeschooling podcasts, and I'm so glad that I did. I love all of Sue's stories and hearing about her family, and I love not only what she has to say, but the way she says it. She is a storyteller. These are enchanting stories about her family and their unschooling lives and adventures. A single episode can be listened to multiple times, and you will always catch something new or interesting that makes you want to learn more. I think that's why this is one of the few podcasts that I always come back to. And personally, I highly prefer this type of podcast to the Here Are 10 Things You Need to Do style of podcasting. I also love Sue's books and follow her on Instagram. And I love her blog. If you want to follow your passions and have close loving relationships with your family, this is the place to be. So that is such a lovely review. And the other review is titled Inspiring Podcast. It is also a five-star review. And it was written by Home Ed Pham from Australia. And I must say this is the first review on the Apple Podcast site in Australia. So that's quite something, isn't it? I really enjoy listening to Sue's podcast. I have just finished listening to episode 154 and I'm excited to purchase her latest book. Highly recommend if you're an unschooling family looking for some inspiration. When I'm feeling uncertain about the path our family is on, I like to sit down with a cuppa and listen to these episodes. So much wisdom shared. Thank you, Sue. And thank you, Home Ed fam. That's absolutely wonderful. Yes, my new book, Radical Unschool Love. I wonder if you have had time to check it out yet. I haven't got any reviews for that book, so I don't know how it is being received. I know a few people have bought copies. I don't know if anybody has got to the end of the book. I don't know if anybody has enjoyed it. I hope everybody does enjoy reading it. I'd love to hear what you think if you do read my book. 
I also have a couple of new five-star reviews for my first unschooling book, Curious Unschoolers, but I'm going to save those for next week. So I think that is all I want to say today. I hope that there hasn't been too much background noise. Just as I set up my mic and started recording this podcast, our neighbours came out and they're doing some building work in the back of their garden. They've had loud music on and there's been a lot of hammering and other building noises and a couple of times I've had to stop and wait. And I know there's still a little bit of noise going on, but I hope it is not affecting the podcast too much. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode, episode 155. I will probably be back next week with all the news of our little holiday and also with another story. So until then, don't forget to trust, respect and love unconditionally. Bye.